0: Welcome to the Journey Youth Podcast. Here's the place where you can catch up on past and future messages. Be sure to subscribe so you get updates when new messages go live. I hope you enjoy it.
1: Blurred lines.
0: That's actually uh, me singing on the backing track. If you guys didn't know, I, uh, yeah, no, I. That's I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you know, I gave up a lot to be here tonight. Hey, what's up? Um, are you guys excited to be be back in the Blurred Lines series tonight? Who was, I was pretty bummed last week that we had to cancel, but I'm glad that we're back here tonight. Hey, uh, tonight is small groups, and um, so we're, I'm just going to talk for, I already gave them out. We're just going to talk for a very short amount, um, and uh, then we're going to launch into small groups. But um, I just want to read this verse that we've been, we've read uh, for the last couple weeks. It's 1 Thessalonians 4, 3. And if you got a, if you got a notebook or something or your phone, you should totally write this down. 1 Thessalonians 4:3. God's will is for you to be holy. So stay away from sexual sin. That's been the theme for this this month. God is calling us to be holy. I wonder who's calling me. God is calling us to be holy. Scam likely. I should probably answer that right now, right? Scam likely. God is calling us to be holy. Just like someone is calling me right now, God is calling you to be holy, so stay away from sexual sin. That has been our theme for this month. And um, God's will for you is to be holy. God's will for you is to be holy. Holy means to be set apart, to be different. When we say that God is holy, what we're saying is that God is, he is like nothing ever before. There's nothing that compares to him. He's in a category of his own. And so, so when God says, I, my will for you is that you would be holy, he says, I want you to be in a category of your own. I want my people, the people who say they believe in Jesus and they're, they're sons and daughters of, of the king, I want them to be in a different category. I want there to be n- no comparison to my people. Uh, God wants you to be different from the world. The world uh, is not holy. Um, So God wants you to be different in the way that we speak, in the way that we conduct ourselves, uh, in the way that we pursue purity sexually, and um, that we would be unpolluted. His will for you is that you would pursue sexual purity in midst of a culture that is pursuing sexual immorality. So when God says he wants us to be holy, he wants us to be in a different category, pursuing different things than the world is pursuing. Um, So what that means is God wants us to pursue a lifetime of sexual purity. We said that two weeks ago. God wants us to pursue a lifetime of sexual purity. And the world has made purity to be kind of this, like, innocent, like, cute, like, oh, that's nice for you kind of thing. Like, if that's kind of your goal, to save yourself for marriage and uh, to only be with one man, like, that's cute. But, you know, that's pretty lame. Uh, that's, that's pretty weak. Um, you know, you probably have a purity ring, which is cute, but, you know, that's, that's kind of weird. Uh, that, is, that is what the world has done to purity. But purity is meant to be an amazing thing. It's meant to be, like, purity is a beautiful thing. Uh, When you don't just give yourself to everything, not just in sexual purity, but but your lifetime of purity, Uh, when you don't just give yourself to to whatever you feel like or whatever is calling your name, Uh, when you are intentional about the way that you live your life and the way that you conduct yourself sexually and in relationships and... um, there's something really strong and amazing and uh, honorable, honorable about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, God, that's what God's desire is for you, that you wouldn't just be tossed by the wind doing whatever you feel like in, in dating and relationships and sex, but that you would be uh, intentional about the way that you live in that area of your life. Yeah.
1: Okay, to be a real man is to pursue purity. Like, that's manhood. So the world is going to tell you that it's not and that you're not a man. But I'm telling you the truth that if you young men in here want to be awesome men, pursue Jesus like crazy and pursue purity. And same with you women. Like, in young gals in here, instead of chasing after boys as if they're going to satisfy, like, chase after God with your whole heart because that is what truly matters you guys and I'm just like we just sang that verse and oh praise the name that like one day God's coming back one day God is coming back and you guys all if you guys were singing said my gaze transfixed on Jesus face my gaze transfixed on Jesus face and that's what purity is like I said two weeks ago, laser-like devotion to God. Don't wait until the day that God comes back to have your gaze transfixed. Do it now. That's purity in all areas of your life, not just sexual purity, but where you spend your time, your money, your energy. What are you consuming all day? What's, what's feeding you all day? God is coming back for you guys and he's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. Just like you guys one day are gonna walk down the aisle to your future husband or your future wife, like you want that spouse, you want that husband, that wife to be completely pure, right? Devoted only to you when you get married. You don't wanna look at your husband and see behind him all of the impurities in his life. As if he was like, what if he came down the aisle and he brought all of his high school girlfriends with him and was like, they're coming with me. I mean, I like you the most. I like you the most, but, but yeah, they're coming. They're, I, I like them too, but you would be like, no way, right? If you went out to dinner and you and and and, and men, if your girlfriends, yeah, were like. Hey babe, I, d- I, I, bought, I brought my I brought my crushes. I, I have a crush on him and he's really cute, but but I, I but you but you you're the one but yeah but like he's got nice hair like God is not not about sharing you with anybody purity like you would not want to walk down the aisle and see that You want your husband and your spouse to be transfixed, devoted solely to you and nobody else, correct? Same with Jesus. Jesus is coming back one day for a pure and spotless bride, and he has no desire to share you with anybody. Whether that is a boyfriend that's consuming your time or a girlfriend or pornography or your self-esteem and you're trying to look a certain way and, or whatever it may be in life. Maybe it's your cell phone. Maybe it's Netflix. It could be anything in purity. Anything that's f- drawing you away from Jesus or filling your heart that's, that's being shared, like kind of like cheating. Cheating on God. He wants you and only you. So gaze transfixed on Jesus' face. Like start that now. Start that now and that and that's that is that is God's heart for purity. Is he wants you and only you and your whole entire heart. And he doesn't want to share you with anybody. So just chase after him. He desires you and he loves you.
0: Um Before we go to small groups, I just want to share a thought with you guys that I've been wanting to share for a couple weeks. And it hasn't really fit in anywhere else. Uh, But I want to read two verses to you. The first is 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Okay? If anyone is in Christ, if anyone is a a Christian and they profess that Jesus Christ is is the Savior of their life, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, so, so who you were before Christ and all the stuff that, God's, that Jesus saved you from, that's gone. The new has come. God has given you a new identity. He's given you a new, uh, everything in your life has been made new that, that didn't ma- match up to his standard. The other verse is First Corinthians 2.16. We have the mind of Christ. Yes. We have been given the mind of Christ. That's what it says. And um, this is kind of a practical thought. Uh, just for you, as you pursue purity in your life, um, you have been given the mind of Christ. Okay, what that means is that the way that Jesus would think is the way is is the mind that God has given you now. So Jesus wouldn't be walking around having all these like sexually perverted thoughts, right? Jesus wouldn't be going around. Uh, going like, yeah, those ladies are checking me out. Everybody wants me, but they can't have me because now I'm not going to get married. (laughs) Jesus wouldn't be walking around with those kinds of thoughts in his mind. So if you have been given the mind of Christ, you have the same uh, way of thinking now. Um, I wish that I had known this when I was your age and I was struggling in sexual immorality. Because... Not every thought that is in your head okay this, you got to pay attention this might sound confusing. not every thought that is in your head is yours okay um, I would I would go up to the altars at church and I would I would confess to my friends man I'm struggling in pornography, I'm struggling with lust, I'm struggling with sexual immorality and I just want freedom from this and they would pray for me and I would cry out to God God I want this. Op- out of my life and um I'd walk away feeling free that night and then the next day a thought would come into my head and I'm like oh man I'm not free I guess not free anymore or maybe I never was free maybe God never set me free because I'm not he knows that I really don't want it enough or something like that whatever it would be um but listen, not every thought that comes into your head belongs to you or originated from your mind, okay? And it's, it's, I don't know if you've ever been to the airport, uh, but if you've ever been to the airport, uh, I guarantee you, you have heard, whether you've recognized it or not, over the loudspeakers, they say, do not watch anyone else's luggage. If anyone else asks you to watch their luggage, tell them no, okay? There's signs around that say, don't watch luggage for people. You're responsible for your luggage. So if I come up to you and I'm like, hey, i got to go to the bathroom, can you just watch my luggage for five minutes? You, you're supposed to be like, nope, sorry, I can't watch your luggage, it's not mine. The reason for this is that you don't know this person, and there could be a, a bomb in that bag, right? They could be a terrorist, and, and they've, they've been able to get a bomb into the airport, and now they're like, I'm going to dump it off on you, and I'm going to burn out of here, and you're going to get stuck with this. Now, all of a sudden, you're sitting in an airport with someone else's luggage that doesn't belong to you. Okay, you didn't bring it into the airport. It's not your stuff in that bag. But you're stuck there with a bomb that you accepted from somebody else. And that's kind of what Satan does in our life. Um, He will plant thoughts into your mind that are not yours. Um, and so what would happen to me is I would have these thoughts after, after going and getting prayed for and feeling super free the night before and then the following day feeling really guilty because, man, I had another sexually perverted thought or whatever it may be, I must have not received the freedom that God promised me in his word for whatever reason. Um. Not every thought that is in your mind is yours. So those thoughts that I was having after asking God to set me free, they were not from my mind. They weren't me thinking those thoughts. They were uh, temptation that the enemy was, was putting in front of me and wanting me to take that luggage, okay? Satan is asking you to take luggage into your life that doesn't belong to you, and the rules are that you're not supposed to take anybody else's luggage, okay? Okay? because you don't know if there's a bomb in that luggage. But once you take that luggage, that bomb is set to go off at any moment, okay? So you've just taken on something that doesn't belong to you, that you you don't have to to take that on. So if you're at the airport and somebody's like, take my luggage for five minutes, you're supposed to say, no, I can't do that. That is not my luggage, okay? So as you pursue purity in your life, you're gonna have thoughts come into your mind as you truly pursue purity um, and like you really want it, it's not just like, yeah, God, I want to be pure, but I like still kind of want to look at porn. God, I want to be pure, but I like still want all the boys to check me out. Like, no, if you are truly pursuing purity um, and you're asking God to set you free from that, God has set you free from that, okay? You have been given the mind of Christ if you are a believer. And so thoughts that come into your mind, You don't have to pick those up you don't have to dwell on those and feel guilty for having those all you have to say is like oh yeah sorry that's not mine that thought can leave right now and um i actually just learned this like in the last six months and it's been so transformational for me because i don't feel guilty anymore about thoughts coming into my mind because i'm like that actually is not for me that's that is not who i am in christ um because I've been given the mind of Christ and if this is not a thought that Christ would think then it's not a thought that I'm thinking Um, so that's not to say that every bad thought that you have in your mind is an attack from the devil and everything you get to just blame on the devil because you have a lot of responsibility in this too and what you let into your mind and um, and what you're focusing on and what you're dwelling on that will affect your thought life that will affect the things that you're thinking but um, if you're pursuing purity and you're doing kind of what you can to, to chase after that, um, just say no to those things. And uh, they don't belong to you, they're not your luggage. So don't take home, don't, don't accept luggage that doesn't belong to you, okay?